Hello, this is Mona Tonchev, past president of NCSM, and welcome to the NCSM podcast, Learning with Leaders, the Reset, Renew, Restore series. Join me and my co-host, John Sangiovanni, as we sit down and have conversations with emerging and established leaders about how we can reset for the upcoming school year. Listen as we talk to mathematics leaders who can help us think about resetting what has become status quo these past few years. We will learn about their inspiration, perceptions, insights, and perspective. Listeners, fellow mathematics leaders, if you feel like current math instructional practices or student learning seems stuck or stalled, it's time to hit reset. Hello, listeners. I'm Mona Tonchef, and welcome to the NCSM podcast, Learning with Leaders. We have a special edition to the Reset, Renew, Restore series this month. We are releasing five bite-sized podcasts highlighting the newest NCSM publication, Culturally Relevant Leadership in Mathematics Education. Yeah, that's right, Mona. This is a bite-sized series. And today is the third course of that series. It serves as an appetizer for this upcoming landmark publication. Um, And it's also a taste of some of the great work that's going to be featured in the NCSM annual in Anaheim. And um, oh, oh, by the way, if you haven't, now is the time to register for the annual. And while you're at it, you should register a colleague and and maybe another colleague for that matter. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, today we are excited to talk to Dr. Shelley Jones and Jenny Novak as we explore the design guiding principle from the new book. Dr. Shelley Jones is a professor at Central Connecticut State University. She teaches undergraduate mathematics content and method courses for pre-service teachers and graduate level mathematics content curriculum and STEM courses for in-service teachers. She is the author of Women Who Count, Honoring African-American Women Mathematicians and a co-author of Engaging in Culturally Relevant Math Tasks, Fostering Hope. Dr. Jones is also the president of the Benjamin Banneker Association woo-hoo, and a board member for NCSM Leadership in Mathematics Education. Yes, and Jenny Novak is currently the director of curriculum, instruction, and assessment for Howard County Public Schools in Maryland. I'm very fond of that district, I might say. She <laughs> has worked as a high school math teacher, an instructional coach, a curriculum developer, an author, and mathematics coordinator in Howard County. And... She's also worked as a mathematics education associate for the Delaware Department of Education. Jenny has served on a number of organizational boards, including Math Counts, the Delaware Mathematics Coalition, and the Maryland Council of Teachers of Mathematics, for which she even served as president. Now, Jenny is serving as one of the NCSM professional learning directors and will be the incoming second vice president. So welcome, Shelly and Jenny. Thanks. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, Today's going to be awesome. So our current series is about how mathematics leaders need to hit the reset button for the coming school year. We have heard from others like Paul Gray, who shared the overview of the new book in the first podcast that was released on August 11th. So Shelly and Jenny, tell us about your role in this important work. Well, I started in the curriculum um, part of this task where we had to take a look at current tasks in the book and we had to revise them to be more culturally relevant. And a lot of times that's what teachers are trying to do. 
take what they currently have and adapt tasks to become more culturally relevant. So, so I took part in that process of uh, revising a task, a current task to be more culturally relevant from the great task book. Awesome. And my role was really to look at those leadership actions. So thinking about the framework and the entire series for leadership actions and think, thinking through what does that mean in terms of design leadership actions for culturally relevant leadership? And what are some reflection questions that leaders might want to think about as they're unpacking this particular area? Well, you both are math leaders. And as I think about math leaders, I think about, you know, this principle, this action of design. Um, but before we dig into that, can you tell us a little bit about how you see this book helping you in your work? Well, I see this book helping me because, um, number one, it has virtual resources. It has reproducibles that I can use when I'm working with teachers and teacher leaders. There are loads of reflection questions and ways to sort of assess where you currently are. Uh, many times leaders are trying to help uh, teachers to um, have space where they feel safe asking questions about this change process of, of, of changing from uh, teaching math that might not be as meaningful to students as we would like it to be. And so this uh, book and this series, series really helps me to assess where we are and to move forward based on that assessment. And for me, I work with a lot of different leaders. And what I like about this book is a mathematics leader is not necessarily a district leader. It's not necessarily a state leader. Uh, you could have a leadership within a classroom, within a school building, within a larger uh, coaching space um, or a positional role. And so what's nice about this book is regardless of what your title is, you can find a space uh, within this work to extend and enhance the work of yourself and your team. Shelley, I want to, I love how you said the change process, because mm -hmm. this is a, this is a shift, right? Um, making sure that you're meeting the needs of every student you serve isn't something you can do status quo. Because if we step, if we kept with status quo, we'd be exactly where we are, right? So today, part of our conversation, we're focusing in on that guiding principle of design and you are both um, contributors on that chapter. So tell the listeners how the leadership actions in the design guiding principle, one are connected to the framework, but two also connect to that change process. I'm gonna let Jenny start with that one. Okay, so as we think about design, there's really three large leadership actions. One is really thinking about those collaborative spaces that you're building, so if you're working with a set of teachers or a team of teachers, what are the resources you're developing and how are you really cultivating that collaborative space so that the work can be done. Next is thinking about what professional learning the team needs. So as they're engaging in that work, what is that pre-learning that they need and then what's the supports they need along the way. And then finally, thinking through the structures that are needed so that you can engage and partner with families and community as part of that process as well. And just to piggyback off of what Jenny said, uh, I really think the part about collaborating 
and building relationships with students and families and community is really important. And I believe that that's the part where leaders need help. And we get help from this book. Leaders need help in supporting their teachers, right? And, and, and forming relationships and, and providing space for that. Um, not only what we are currently doing, but what else could we be doing to have authentic uh, relationships and, um, you know, a bi-directional relationship with, with families, not where we are just telling families, these are things you need to do, but how can we learn from families, especially after the pandemic? You know, there were many things that families did with their students. How can we leverage that information and use that in the mathematics classroom from a strength-based or asset-based perspective? And so I, I think that's how the book really, you know, brings in, um, again, those reflection questions about what can we do with families to, to really make this an authentic uh, relationship. Yeah, and you know, Shelley, as you're speaking, you're making me think about, well, leadership. And I suspect that many of our listeners as leaders have ideas about, well, what design looks like, right? But maybe not. And so I ask you both, what, what are some examples of, of the leadership actions that leaders can take um, in reading this part of the book, the design part? Like, what does that look like? Well, I think that first of all, um, as a leader, especially like a building leader, we need to think about collaborative structures. What are some ways in our buildings that we can have teachers collaborate? It could be during common planning periods and prep times. It could be by grade level teams. At the very beginning, Jenny talked about teams. And I think that's really important. And we think that's really important in the writing of the book is to really have teams involved because you need all stakeholders, right? And you need them to know that their voice matters. So when we're meeting with families, when we're meeting with classroom teachers, where, by the way, classroom teachers are leaders as well, right? And so we're, we're learning from them and we're collaborating, but it, it, it's up to uh, leaders to really make that space available. Um, what type of meetings can we have with communities where not only are, are we giving information to them, but, but they're teaching us some things as well. Um, embedded professional development is really important. So uh, things that you already do, maybe you're already doing a lesson study or observations, but how do we do that differently for cultural, cultural relevance. So what are the things we should be looking for? So all of those are um, aspects of leadership that are touched on in, in this book. Yeah, and Shelly, I like that in that, how do I design opportunities for collaborative planning and discussion, not just among teams, but with community members and caregivers and such. That's a great example. Jenny, were you gonna add one to that? I was actually going to comment on something you said before you you talked about this preconceived notion that we have about what task design is and i think that one of the the key elements of this book is not saying that everything that we've done for task design is completely wrong i think that we've done a lot of work with worthwhile tasks over the past few decades it's now how do we enhance that work and now how do we add an additional lens to that work and so when you're working with teachers they never want i want one more thing right so it's not we're doing one more thing but let's put this other lens this extra lens and care to the work that we're doing so that we can make it even better yeah, I yeah that's a really important ad go ahead Mono. Yeah, I think you're I gonna say the same thing. I, yeah i really like that extension 
the other thing that came to my mind as you guys were sharing the examples is the word intentional, right? Like this isn't just one more thing. We're being very intentional, purposeful with how we use the, um, how we design tasks. So my question for both of you is how do you guys see the design aspect of this playing out over like a course of a school year or multiple school years? What would that look like? Well, I, I think that you have to start somewhere, right? And so in this book, uh, we present an original task and then we present a revised task. But we also take you through the process that those teachers went through as they um, revised that task. So we, we choose a task, the robot task. And then we say, okay, all students like robots, right? Oh, well, maybe not. So maybe we're doing student interest survey, surveys to find out what do students really like to do? What are, they, what are their interests? And we find other ways of bringing in community knowledge as well, but student interest is one of those. And so we find out that uh, maybe we can do something where students bring in their own knowledge and we change that robot context. So sometimes we're just changing the context of the problem, but we still have, we keep intact the rigor of the math, that math standard, right? Because many times teachers are afraid that if I change this task, I might take away the rigor or I might change it to a task that's controversial, right? So we have this, this uh, time where we're meeting collaboratively so that teachers understand that this is a, this is the process, you know, the reflection that you go through uh, when you're changing that task. So if the, if the task is multiplication, we go from the robot task to the garden task. Well, why, why do we do that? Oh, because we ask students to bring in photos from their life that shows math. And we have a student, in this case, Salvador, who brings in a photo of his grandfather's garden. Well, what a nice way to bring in a, community knowledge. But in addition to that, the the the, the uh, garden task also allows us to extend the task to the greater community where we talk about community gardens and maybe even have students do a fundraiser where they're raising funds to purchase uh, seeds for the vegetable garden. That and, and where does where do those vegetables go? Oh, they go to seniors in the community. And so students are not only learning about themselves and, and developing appreciation for their own lives, but for their community. And so we the 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 book helps teachers to sort of go through this reflection process of well, what, what tasks should we choose? And then how do we go about doing it? So we, we begin to ask these questions. Yeah, well, thank you guys for your time today, um, for sharing a little bit, the bite-sized bit. There you go, John, the bite-sized bit Thanks. of the design of the design book. Um, just so you remember, if you are currently an NCSM member, you can also pre-order the book um, at bit.ly slash capital E, capital A, four, and then all the lowercase pre-order, pre-order, so EA4 pre-order, till September 1st for $20. Make sure you log into your NCSM account to get the great discount. Yeah, and don't forget that registration is open for the NCSM annual in Anaheim in just a few weeks. Register as often as you like. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Shelly. Thank you. Take care, folks. We hope you have been inspired by this bold mathematics leadership conversation and will tune into our podcast series each month. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. You can learn more about NCSM Leadership in Mathematics Education and our upcoming professional learning events on the NCSM website at mathedleadership.org. You can also follow NCSM on Twitter at mathedleaders using the hashtag NCSMBold. Thanks again.